the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. Welcome back to the London Free Press Podcast. And once again, thank you so much for joining us in our weekly dive of what's going on in the city. Um, I'm joined today by London Free Press reporter Norman DeBono. Norm, how are you today? Fine, thank you. How are you, Lindsay? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to catch up with you because you have been following a story surrounding Amazon and Amazon coming to, I'm not going to say London, but just outside of London. It is in Elgin County. Um, But we need to talk about this because we're talking 2000 workers, but there's kind of a domino effect with regards to the positions that need to be filled. So kind of give me the background on what's going on with this Amazon plant. Well, it's a great story, Lindsay. And and yeah, thanks for for that. Um, I mean, Early in 2023, it's expected that Amazon will open what they're calling a fulfillment center in London. So the way it works is when all that stuff comes in from all over the world, um, you know, they and they're coming to London or Windsor, southwestern Ontario, they have to arrive at a at a fulfillment center where things are sorted, they're packed, they're organized, and from there they're sent to what I call warehouses, but Amazon would call them sorting centers. So it doesn't go right to your doorstep from the fulfillment center that's going to be located on the site of the former Ford plant in Suffolk Township at Highway 4 and Highway 401. So from goods come into that that massive uh, operation, and then from there, it'll go to a uh, sorting center. And from the sorting center, it'll arrive on your doorstep. So, uh, but the sorting center itself is going to have about two, more than 2,000 workers, um, 500 more than they actually forecast when they plan the, the actual um, plant, the fulfillment center, because demand has increased so much and they are so busy. And they've, they've opened one in Hamilton. They're going to open another one in Whitby. I mean, Amazon is, is very busy. So it's going to be a fairly aggressive growth strategy. So uh, 2,000 workers on the doorstep is great. One of the one of the flies in the ointment, so to speak, is that there's no bus service out there. And these jobs are going to pay more than $18 an hour, which for some might be enough to have a car. It's going to have some benefits and pension to that as well. But some may not be able to afford a car. So there's no bus service there. So how do you get workers there? So we've been sort of on this story for, for a few days now, and the economic development agencies in London and St. Thomas and Southwell Township, the municipal council there, are looking at this, they're concerned about it. There's some talk about having a meeting and trying to organize a, um, a transit plan, a transit plan that would have shared costs and responsibilities between the London Transit Commission, St. Thomas Transit, and maybe uh, um, Southwell Township in Algon County, uh, partnering with private providers, private busing firms, to offer some sort of a, a, a hybrid system for that plant. <clears throat> There's even a call to have Amazon involved itself. I mean, it could be a share ride experience where riders also pay a fee. So these things are on the table. It's a conversation that's happening now, uh, but it's really just some people suggesting that this is something that should be done. Uh, there's no no real concrete steps are being taken uh, but they don't have a lot of time. I mean, it takes years to sort of implement some sort of a ridership program. They've been talking about in London for five years to have bus service just to industrial areas. And we're literally eight, nine months away from this plant opening here. So um, there's not a lot of time to waste. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch it and see if everything does unfold. Uh, Southwell Township, which is the count, which is the community where the plant's actually located, they have said that Amazon is concerned about this too, that they've raised it. And it's a conversation ongoing right now. So 
if Amazon drives it, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that there's action on it, but it is a concern. But it's a good example of, you know, one of the challenges that come with good news. And it's, uh, you know, 2,000 jobs. Uh, it's great for the city. It's great for the region. It's going to offer a lot of employment. But there are some things that have to be addressed when that happens. Transportation is one of them. Employment is one of them. Like, where are these workers going to come from? There's been a lot of discussion about a labor shortage in London and area in South Council, Ontario. London has a 5.3% unemployment rate, one of the lowest unemployment rates it's had in some time. Uh, it has um, Maple Leaf Foods is opening a 1,500 person plant in 2023 also. Uh, there is a couple of plant, plants that popped up. I had a story in today about, about um, a uh, Medicom, a company, uh, it's going to open a 150 person plant here. There is a, a warehouse operation just announced for the Ingersoll Woodstock area, 200 jobs there. And of course, <laughs> the provincial government dropped a bit of a bombshell yesterday and said that they would like to move their, their, work, their workers' compensation offices from Toronto to London, and that could be up to 3,000 workers. Now, that could be over a four or five year period, so there's no one's in a rush on that. But it's just, it's just exemplifies the challenges and the pressures that are coming down on this, and that is that workers have to, um, workers have to be available to work these jobs and they have to get to their jobs. So it's um, it's going to be a very interesting time moving forward, and there are no easy answers. What I'm hearing is this may not just be an Amazon issue moving forward because there is so many factories opening up and getting set to hire. Has there been any discussion about, as a London taxpayer, why would I pay for a busing service to go out to Elgin County just for Amazon? Has there been any discussion yeah. about that? Yeah, that's that's a very legitimate question, and of course, and right now, I mean, as I said, we've had uh, a lot of pressure. A lot of industry and business in London is saying we don't have good bus service to industrial areas in the city for London workers. So, um, and LTC, the London Transit Commission, is said to be addressing that with a, a transit plan that is going to provide the city has given them an additional two million dollars to provide service to Innovation Park, which is an industrial park where Medicom, the business that I wrote about yesterday, is going to be opening up. So that could be unfolding in the fall. So your point is a good one. Well, if we have such a challenge over five years getting even a limited bus service to industrial areas in the city, how likely is it we're going to provide for outside the city? That's why a cost-shared agreement is probably the way to go. LTC in the city of London is not going to pay for bus service to an area outside the city. But realizing London workers are going to be working at that plant could they partner with the city of St. Thomas, the, the county of Elgin, Amazon itself, and even the users to do a cost sharing plan? I mean, it's all gonna come down to the dollars and what it will cost taxpayers and what it will cost the, the city and the LTC. But I think, I think your instincts are right that there won't be a big appetite for a lot of money spent in this area. But I think it's something that can be looked at anyway, the conversation is going to happen. Absolutely needs to be discussed because it is bringing jobs to the area, whether or not they are within city or county limits. No yeah. dispute there. Correct me if I'm wrong, Norm, but when Amazon first announced um, this sorting facility, the, the employment numbers were looking about 1,500. They've since upped that to 2,000. Is that That's the right. maximum that, we'll, that we will see there? No, maybe not. We don't really know. So you're right. They were initially thinking 1,500, and that was only a few months ago. And they're already bumped it up to 2,000 plus. And who knows where this is going to go? It's a very large site. I mean, it's a huge site. Um, 
hundreds of acres and it, it, it housed the former Ford assembly plant on site. So there is capacity for more room on site. It's not known yet whether there will be other sort of supporting industries or businesses on site as well. That's been discussed. Southwood uh, Township, uh, the county government there has, has told me that some other businesses are perhaps looking at building or leasing or buying space on site, um, but nothing concrete yet. So, so exactly how many of that site could accommodate down the road, we don't really know yet, but there is a chance it could grow even more than that. Sorting centers in Toronto and Hamilton are all at more than 2,000 workers. And they're, as I said, they're going to open one in Whitby. They have them in Quebec as well. They have, Amazon has 60, 60 um, businesses across the country. That is fulfillment centers, which are massive, and sorting centers, which is a smaller warehouse. And those two sorting centers that I talked about in London, which are like the smaller warehouses, they each have 150 workers and they're up and running now. They're in, they've been in business for a few months. So they already have 300 workers here in those facilities alone. Wow, that's wonderful. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about what it means with Amazon taking over what was the Ford plant. Because um, I think it's been about 11, 10, 11 years since yeah. Ford closed yeah, down. I'm yeah. sorry? 2001, it closed. 2001, okay, yeah. So it's been sitting vacant for quite some time now. Um, what does this mean um, for the township having new life breathed into the building? Well, it's just, I mean, they, they, they took down the building, Ford tore down the building and remediated the site, made it appropriate and clean for, for new, new development. So it was a bit of a greenfield site when Amazon moved in. Amazon didn't buy it. It was bought by a company called Broccolini Construction out of Toronto who buys and builds for Amazon, Amazon leases a space back. So when Broccolini bought and, and is now building the site there now, it's gonna mean a significant um, uh, windfall in terms of revenue for Southwood Township and the County of Elgin and for the school boards. So uh, the Ford plant paid, I think, I think it was about $2 million a year uh, in taxes to both to the county, to Southwood Township and to the school boards. And uh, of course, they didn't pay anything after the, after the business closed. So I don't know exactly what the tax rates are. We don't have that information yet because it's still under construction, but it's going to be, it won't be quite that rate, I was told, because uh, Ford plant was heavy industry. Uh, the fulfillment center by Amazon does not pay at the same tax rate. So it'll be less than that, but it will still be a lot and it will be a good portion. And Southwood was thrilled. They've told me that they've already have part of that money spent uh, they're looking at investing in infrastructure in uh, water treatment facilities specifically because the more water treatment, the better infrastructure they have, which is like sewers and water mains and, you know, sewage systems and all that real fun, sexy stuff that actually builds communities. More, more of that they have, the more they can build out there. So, so because we have Amazon there now paying a significant amount and because infrastructure will be built, it's a domino effect. We'll now see more development in Southwold. We'll see more homes going up, more housing subdivisions, more more commercial build development, perhaps on spec, and more industrial build, building as well. And they're very excited about that. So this is going to be the start, potentially, possibly, of a significant growth curve for that area, uh, just just on London's doorstep. 
more jobs is always a good thing for our local yeah, economy. Um, Norm, I want to thank you so much for your time and your hard work uh, and all the reporting. If you're listening to this and you want to do a deeper dive, Norm, again, has written some fantastic pieces in the pages of the London Free Press and, of course, over at lfpress.com. We'll be back again next Thursday with another edition of the London Free Press podcast. Until then, stay well. Stay well.